Hi, everyone. Welcome into episode number 81 of the Building Up Podcast. I'm David McConnell. As always, thank you guys for being with us this week. As I record this in October of 2021, we are wrapping up this year's prayer initiative that we have held as a church, Agape Church in Pinson. And uh, we are in our final week of the seven prayers for Agape for this year. And if you have been listening to the last few podcasts, then you know about this prayer initiative, or certainly if you go to our church, you've heard about it. But if not, if you're listening to this at a later time, or perhaps outside of our community, go back and listen to the last few episodes of the podcast. That'll get you caught up on what seven prayers are all about. And you can also find that prayer guide that you can use at any time during the year to pray for your own family, to pray for your church and your community. You can find that on our website, agapepinson.com, and go under our prayer ministry section on the website. I would encourage even those of you who go to Agape, although we are wrapping up this uh, prayer initiative as a church in which We've had this time as a corporate body praying these prayers together every day. I hope that you will keep a copy of that prayer guide and that you will continue to use that as part of your weekly walk with the Lord, your weekly prayers. Just continually throughout the year, pull scripture from that prayer guide and pray those particular prayer topics for our church and our community. And uh, I hope some of you outside of Agape who are listening to this uh, perhaps at a later time, we'll do the same thing because they are prayers that are derived from God's Word. And so we believe in the importance of praying God's Word. We believe that is where we find our prayers to be powerful and effective. But on today's podcast, we are going to look at one of those uh, topics, one of the final topics of the seven prayers for this year. Uh, and it was uh, prayer number seven, to become a lighthouse, that we are praying for Agape Church to be a light, a lighthouse in our community. And uh, again, if you're listening to this outside of our church, this is something that you could pray for yourself and your family and your church because we are all, as Christians, called to be light. And so we want to look at what that means, and we're going to pick out one of the scripture passages that we used for this year for this particular topic, and we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into that passage to get an understanding of what it means to be a light as a Christian, a light in this world. So if you have a Bible, go to Philippians chapter 2, and we're going to look at a few verses from that book and chapter of the Bible. Now, we're going to start with verses 12 and 13, and if you attend Agape, you have heard me frequently reference these two passages. As a matter of fact, I often say that I think these are two of the critical passages, two of the critical verses in all of the New Testament because it helps us to understand how salvation works in the life of a Christian. Specifically, it helps us to understand the relationship between our responsibility 
to grow in our salvation and God's work in our lives to grow in our salvation or to grow us in salvation. Uh, I've often said there's two errors that we can fall into when it comes to the question of how we live the Christian life. One of those errors is legalism. You're probably familiar with that. It's the idea that it's really on you as a Christian in your power, in your strength, to live in a way that pleases God. So it's up to you that you do all the work. Now, on the other side, there's a a lesser-known error, at least the term is lesser-known, is antinomianism. And antinomianism means that uh, it teaches that you don't do anything because Christ has done all the work, God has done all the work, that it doesn't really matter what you do, that, that you can just live your life and you don't contribute or you don't put any effort into living the Christian life. And that I think both of those terms, legalism and antinomianism, those two ideas, I think are not correct. They are, uh, they are in error if you look at the teaching of the New Testament. For example, Philippians chapter two. So let's read this verse 12 and 13. Paul says, therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So the command to the Christian from Paul is work out your salvation, live it out, put an effort into it, exert your will. Paul said to the Philippians, when I was around you, you obeyed. But now that I am not around you, in my absence, still obey, even all the more. Work out your own salvation. Do so with a fear of the Lord, a fear and a trembling. This is important. This is critical. This is, this is something that you should be very serious about. Working out, living out your salvation. So out the window goes any idea that we don't have responsibility when it comes to living the Christian life. But then he says in verse 13, for, or because, or the foundation of this command is this truth. It is God working in you, both to give you the will and to give you the ability to work for his good pleasure. So Paul says, yes, you work it out, but always know the reason you are able to work out your salvation is because God is working in you. God is giving you the desire to live a good Christian life. Uh, God is giving you the desire to live like Christ lived. And God is giving you the ability to do it. Every time you overcome a temptation, every time you obey a command of God, every time you do something that reflects Jesus, it is not because of you. It is because of what God is doing in you. So work out your own salvation for it is God who works in you. That is the command that Paul gives. And so it is in that context that we read verses 14 and 15, which really speak into this prayer focus about becoming a lighthouse. Paul continues and he says, do all things. Now I'll pause there and say, I think the all things he's referring to are the things that you do when you work out your own salvation. The command that he's just given and the foundation of it, uh, whatever those activities would be, 
whatever services you perform, whatever gifts you have that you utilize, whatever obedience you are doing in your life, whatever submission you are placing before the Lord, all things that you do working out your salvation, Paul says, do all of those things without grumbling or disputing that or so that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. So Paul clearly shows that working out your own salvation with fear and trembling because God is working in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure, will result in you shining as a light in the world, a world which implied is dark. You will be a lighthouse. You will shine, Paul says, when you are working out your own salvation, when you are doing so without grumbling or disputing. Now, it's very interesting the terminology that Paul uses here. He says that you're doing all of this as a child of God in the midst of a crooked, twisted generation. You are without blemish, but you are in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Now, in the Old Testament, that exact phrase, a crooked and twisted generation, was applied to the people of Israel who God had called out of Egypt. And in the wilderness, those people complained against God. They expressed discontent against him. They doubted God. They questioned God. And God called them a crooked and twisted generation that was blemished before him. So here Paul is calling us to be different. He is calling us to be without blemish. By doing everything God enables us to do and calls us to do without grumbling or disputing, without complaining, without expressing discontent, without doubting or questioning God. And if that is how we live, then we will shine as lights in the world. Daniel chapter 12 says, those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above. And those who turn many to righteousness will be like stars forever and ever. And so we have this picture of how we are to live. This is one of the ways that we will become a lighthouse. This is not all of the teaching in the Bible and what it means to be a light to the world or a lighthouse for Christ, but this is definitely part of it, that we are to work out our own salvation, knowing God is working in us, and we are to work it out in a way that we are not grumbling or disputing. So often we are tempted to have a begrudging obedience where we, in our hearts, say, I'm going to obey, I'm going to do the right things, but I don't really want to. Or we find ourselves really questioning whether or not um, God's going to be faithful to us or whether or not these are the right commands. And, and everyone wrestles with those ideas in their head, but I'm talking about when actually that becomes the pattern of our Christian life, where we're continually complaining about the, the obedience that we are trying to live out, where we are discontent with submission, and where we're constantly doubting the Lord. 
And that is what Paul is warning us away from. So what does it mean then, at least from this passage, Philippians 2, and that's what we're doing today is a a devotion from this passage of what it means to become a lighthouse. What does that look like in summary in Philippians 2? Well, we live in the midst of a crooked, twisted, blemished generation. And if we understand what that meant for Israel, then what we can say is that we live in a world that does not trust God, that does not rely on God, that doesn't love Him. We we live in, in the midst of a people, in the midst of a world that would rather live in Egypt or in slavery and in, and in this case, slavery to sin, slavery to their own flesh. They would rather live in prosperity in Egypt, enslaved in Egypt, enslaved to sin, than to live with God where they are sometimes called to suffer for doing good. They complain against God. They rebel against God. They question God. They don't have faith in God. And the Bible says in order to please God, we must have faith and we must live by it. And so Paul is calling us to shine as lights in the world. Not of the world, but we shine as lights in the world by being the exact opposite of everything we've just said. By being different. So many times Christians and Christian churches think the way that we have to reach the world is try to become like the world. Try to do things like the world does so the world would be comfortable coming to church or being around Christians. And that is not the idea in in Scripture. The way that we win the world, the way that we shine a light in the world is by being different. In this case, we are different by living as people who are wise, as Daniel 12 says. And the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. So we live as people who work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. We love God. We trust God. We serve God. We honor God. We have a healthy fear of the Lord, but we also know in that fear that God has redeemed us and loves us and cares for us, that God has suffered for us by sending His Son Jesus to die on the cross. So we are willing to suffer when needed for Him by doing good. We praise Him even when times are difficult or even when we don't understand what's going on, where we're, when we're living in uh, having to wait for God, when things aren't happening the way they, we want them to. We still praise God that even if we question what's going on, which is okay, we do so in a way that ultimately puts trust back in Him. We don't question Him because we lack faith. We question Him because we speak to Him as a Father, but we know at the end of the day that God loves us and we trust Him. We trust Him, even if He doesn't answer us right away. We obey God. And when we do this, we will shine as lights in the world and we will turn many people to righteousness because many people will see that way of life. They will see that it's different and it will cause them to turn to God. And because of that, God has said he will give us the gift of shining like stars forever and ever. So agape, people of God, wherever you are, pray to be a lighthouse. Pray to be shining lights that live out your salvation without grumbling or disputing, without blemish. 
Shine as a light by being different from the world, trusting, obeying, relying on God. I hope this has been helpful to you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. Let us know that you're listening to the show and uh, maybe even send in your own topics for the future. Until next time, church, grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us building up at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Son, I'm giving you victory.